Welcome to the Uncomfortable Truth Podcast, hosted by the rock star of consulting, Alan Weiss. Be prepared to have your beliefs challenged and your behaviors questioned. Welcome back to the Uncomfortable Truth. This episode is called Suits, or perhaps Unsuited, I'm not sure. I'm sure of this, though. A lot of you have watched a program, a streaming show called Suits. It's on Netflix, and it's eight seasons long, and it ended some years ago, but I understand they're working now on a ninth season. My wife and I began watching this at other people's urgent uh, recommendation, and the first two seasons about were quite good, uh, but the next, uh, let's see, the next six seasons, next five seasons uh, could have been done without. Uh, we're halfway through the seventh season. I think there are eight currently. And this show just ran out of gas. And I mean out of gas. This is such poor writing after the second season and such poor direction that it's staggering to think how this became popular, stayed popular, and Netflix kept funding it. There are two exceptions in the show who are excellent actors. One is the character of Lewis Litt, played by Rick Hoffman. And Lewis Litt could easily have become a caricature, a crazy. But instead, he's a very complex person with his own doubts, his own demons, but also a hell of an excellent lawyer. He constantly feels that he's been uh, treated poorly. He doesn't understand his own uh, weaknesses. And uh, there's a great line by another partner who says to him, you know, Lewis, you're interesting. You're totally self-unaware. But when somebody holds up a mirror to you, you can immediately see the flaws. The other excellent actor is, wait for it, Meghan Markle. And if you go to the cast today, uh, all these years later, you'll find she's called Meghan Duchess of Sussex, Canton, Essex, or whatever she is. But uh, I was shocked because I'm not impressed with Meghan Markle, uh, with her experience and demeanor with the royal family. As far as I'm concerned, the royal family is an anachronism that except for the crown is best left untouched. Uh, and certainly what she and Harry are doing here, making gabillions of dollars with really no talent, is, is astonishing. But she turns out, in this series at least, to be a superb actor, and I have to hand it to her. She plays Rachel Zane. Now, the problem with the program, the reason that the writing became exhausted is that people would meet people that they were trying to get in touch with. In other words, they couldn't make an appointment, they couldn't get a call back by ambushing them. They would meet them in the streets. And so somebody would wait outside an office building with the understanding that the timing was perfectly right. I mean, assuming they weren't going to stand outside the office building for eight hours, assuming the timing was right and wait for them to come out and identify them immediately amidst the crowds. Or they'd go to a hot dog stand where they knew, of course, in the city of New York, where there are 47,000 hot dog stands, they knew they'd be at this hot dog stand and they'd find them there at a specifically a certain hour. The other kind of ambush is that people walk into offices here unannounced to confront their enemies. And so in a secure building with a security desk downstairs where you and I both have had to register and show ID, these people have breezed past. They breeze past the secretaries and the various informal and formal guards and burst into people's offices. And the response is always the same. What are you doing here? What are you doing here? Instead of get the hell out of my office, I'm calling security. The other interesting part of the complete paucity of writing is that people are continually visiting other people at their homes. Now, let's just assume they know where everybody's house is. And in the case of the main character, who's Harvey Specter, 
uh, played, I think, by Gabriel Macht, who has a, an emotional range of A to A plus point one. Uh, people keep showing up in his multi-million dollar uh, condo or apartment or whatever it is, uh, which means that they know how to get past the locks and there's no alarm system, and uh, and in they go, and the doorman never questions them and so forth. This is the kind of vacant mind that's writing the show. But in any case, uh, anytime there's a knock on a door, of a person's home, they open the door, they see their colleague, and they say, what are you doing here? That is the constant first line in this series over seven, eight seasons. What are you doing here? And now I can predict it. And my wife tells me to shut up, but it's hysterically awful. I mean, it's embarrassing. What are you doing here? The firm and the characters in it, who come and go, and which you know, I have to admire, you get rid of people, that's nice, uh, is engaged in more illegal, and this is not a gray area, illegal and immoral and unethical activity than I've ever seen, ever imagined. They suborn perjury, they blackmail people, they get dirty stuff on people they can use. And what's even less realistic, if you can believe it, is that in the trials themselves, such as they are, they're usually hearings. You never really see these people in a trial. But they insult each other in front of the judge. It's, well, you know, Harvey Specter is just a piece of shit. And uh, consequently, he's invented this. A, and that's how they talk in the, in the courtroom, without being admonished, without being in, in contempt. They uh, com- co- consistently have the same dramatic tension throughout all these seasons. So, for example, uh, Rachel's boyfriend, who's eventually a fiancé, who eventually they marry, I guess, uh, a guy named Mike, who is a horrible actor. I will even spare you the name. This guy has less of a range than Harvey. He is a dreadfully bad actor. And in, even worse in, in um, Meghan Markle's uh, shadow here. But Mike and Rachel are constantly fighting and making up, fighting and making up. Mike is always giving people his word and breaking it, consistently. Lewis, who I mentioned earlier, is consistently getting at odds with everyone, and then apologizing, and then making a fuss again, and then apologizing. Harvey and his secretary, Donna, uh, fight, get into arguments, make up. Fight, get into arguments, make up. There's this, what was a sort of subliminal sexual tension, which has become just just awful as as the series went on. Uh, Donna is supposed to be sort of a, almost a mind reader telling people um, what's going on and actually uh, yelling at the lawyers and ordering them in terms of what to do. She becomes the chief operating officer of the firm even though she's not a lawyer. Uh, and let me just pause here to, to make this observation. Every woman in this production, from the main actors to the supporting actors, to the background, to the extras, or the atmosphere people, or the environment, whatever the hell they call people, who are just walking by, all the women wear stilettos. I don't know what kind of fetish the producers have, but every woman is in stilettos, and the main characters are in a La Bhutan, because you can see the red soles on their shoes. I've never been in any office of any kind where all of the women all day long wore stilettos. And in addition, the women wear revealing outfits. A lot of cleavage, a lot of cutouts, slits up the side, you name it. I guess in self-mockery, they had one visiting attorney, a woman, say to the woman who's the, man, who's the named partner, the managing partner, that dress is completely inappropriate here. <laughs> I guess they had to do something to say to the audience, yeah, we know, wink, wink. Uh, Harvey is constantly fighting with Jessica, who's the managing partner, and making up, fighting and making up. And on and on it goes. Named partners come and go here like other people buy socks. 
And named partner is a big deal. I mean, I'm a named partner. I don't see how any of these people could afford the half million to become a named partner. They just don't look like they've got the money. The clothing is outrageous for everyone, hence suits. And I have to say that um, Harvey Specter is always dressed in, in excellent, excellent clothing. Uh, it's interesting that they have a continuing Lexus placement here. Occasionally, Harvey's in a Mercedes and uh, he has an old uh, Ferrari he drives. Uh, top down in New York in cold weather, if you can imagine this. But uh, usually he's in a, a private car that takes him around, which is a Lexus. People like that making the kind of money, they all have multi-million dollar homes or condos, and they're making a fortune in the firm, although you never really see them practice law, just blackmail. They're not driving around in Lexuses, believe me. Uh, the secretaries berate the bosses, and they feel that they're untouchable. Uh, they wander into bathrooms, the opposite sex bathroom, to tell each other what's on their mind, to give each other a piece of their mind. So a man walks into the woman's bathroom, a woman walks into the man's bathroom, and that's where a lot of the conversations take place. And everybody, of course, works until midnight. Every series, every, every segment of the series, uh, every episode, has people working with the gloom of night behind them. It's, you know, 11 at night, and, and they're still working. This series is astonishing. It's been on for eight seasons. There's another season being contemplated, and people haven't gotten sick and tired of the repetition of these characters and the horrible dialogue and the ridiculous situations. I can only tell you this. Some years ago, I had a full scholarship to Rutgers Law, $45,000 a year in 1968 to Rutgers Law. Thank God I turned it down. You've been listening to The Uncomfortable Truth with Alan Weiss. For free access to Alan's newsletters, audio and video resources, and for information about his global events and coaching communities, please visit alanweiss.com. Thanks for listening. Keep the faith.